Well, welcome back to another episode of Turnstile Records presents the Escape Pods. I'm Sean Enough. I'm Timmy Taco. And I'm Jezbod. And this is the past episode. Past episode? We're delving into, we're doing a series of past, present, and the future. Well, we've done the future. Uh Aha. So is this the present episode, or is this an episode from the past? Presently, this is the past episode. Hmm. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so we're going to do things relating to the past. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not going to dwell on our pasts. No, because we do that in the stees. Yep. (laughs) All that diary stuff. But we must be mindful of the past. Always. um, Present in the future and uh, working towards a better... Future? Future. (laughs) What? (laughs) You might want to workshop that. Yeah. Um, I will. I'll have something by the end of the episode. That's right. And just to start off, you do want to be mindful of the past. So we have to um, recognise the... Original custodians of the land. Oh, okay. Yep. The Bumwaran people. Uh huh. Um, and, and the elders and um, all the other elders and tribes around the nation as well. Mm. Right. Now, did we do that for this area? Like, did you look up who's. Yeah, well, that's the south, southeastern region of Victoria is the, the okay. Bumwaran people. And um, yeah, they are, well, the original, the first custodians of this land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, always good to recognise those things because whilst we're being mindful of the past, we also must be mindful that um, Australia was built on some certain atrocities. Um, yes, yes. And it's not all happy days and we need to recognise that before we can move forward. And exactly. talking well about well said. built on, mm. um, our area uh-huh. being the Waverley area, um, is that that's we, our parents lived close to the Aboriginal birthing area okay that's in the reserve behind their place now i don't know if you remember but we were digging in our sideway yes and dug out some ancient relics mm. did you uh, really yeah we got some like tools and stuff that's fascinating did you call yeah. the uh yeah we, we handed him in and gave him to the right people i guess that's so amazing you know talking on the same subject when i used to work in construction we did a lot of drilling well it did earth drilling so there was a lot of digging down into older layers mm-hmm. and we were specifically told which this is not something that i would have abided by if i was confronted with the circumstance but we were specifically told if you find any ancient relics mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut because we can't afford for the job to stop right this is true yes right. we yeah, well done we well done we got yeah. it made We've it's just, yeah, no, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that's how it is. Well, we're on that digging up the layers of the past. Did you? What's what's your greatest treasure that's uh, popped out of a hole, if uh, any? Well, the best, the greatest oh, treasure you. was keeping myself out of any of the holes. Yeah. But oh, yes, um, yeah, well done, yeah, yeah. well but done. Yeah. A lot of old bottles, really. That's yeah. about it. Okay, that's it. Bottles and marbles. Bottles and marbles. Yep. Yeah, I've uh, I've got a large collection. I'm sure I've uh, talked about this before of bottles, yeah. Yeah. like hundreds and hundreds of them. Yeah. Do, do you keep the marbles though? I keep the marbles, uh, I clean the bottles out, and then I put them in plastic buckets under the house for someone else to find. And what about... Uh... I also found a bowling ball, yes. <laughs> <laughs> under a bathroom floor huh. uh, from the 50s. Hmm. Uh, big green, I call it. Big green? Big you green. still got it? Still got it, yep. Got a bowling bag for it. Uh, now it sits in the shed. <laughs> right. Hey, have you ever bowled with it? Uh, a couple of times, but these shoulders, Tim. They just can't take uh, it anymore. No, You're yeah. just not bowling your it's average. It's a big 16-pounder. So, is that big? Uh, I have no idea okay. what a pound is, really. <laughs> you do the math. Yeah, you do it. Uh, uh, so the past. The present. And the future. 
Uh, my favourite is the uh, the present. Oh, yeah, where you are right now? Yeah, I like to think about the future, mm-hmm. but I also like the... Uh, Dwelling in the past. <laughs> yeah, the, I like the time travel uh, idea of going into the past. Yep. Uh, and I, I often, uh, you know, sit and imagine what I would do, like if I was, say... I don't know, Burke or Wills or something. How I would have done the exploring differently. I know what I I would do. Yeah, what would you do? I would uh, go back and um, make tons of money out of other people's songs. Uh, I'd just go, yeah, this is is my song. I think there's a new movie with the Beatles. I saw the preview for it. Some (laughs) guy hits his head, uh, wakes up, and the Beatles have never existed. But he knows all the uh, oh, he we'll knows see, all the songs. Well, okay, so. well I'll just watch the movie. Then. Yeah, just watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, really started, it's coming out soon. Excellent. So, yeah. Well, that's good. That'll uh, that'll satisfy those taste buds. That's right, and it opens up a whole league for other movies because we could like it could re- repeat the same format just with any band. That's you right. Know? Yeah, it's mm. a whole series. Next is the Rolling Stones, and then mm. it's Beck, and then it's yep. Bjork, and you got to get your Elvis the in Seekers, yeah, and I don't know anybody else that had ultra fame. What about Michael Jackson? Are we going to remake nope. his, his <laughs> I don't think people will probably avoid that one. <laughs> yeah, but I like to imagine like, okay, so these these uh, explorers, Australian explorers, uh, they were just so pig-headed and uh, they never listened to the uh, Aboriginal custodians and uh, mm-hmm. uh, inevitably all all perished on these missions. And they refused I, to eat the widgety grubs. No, they refused to eat the horses. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, they don't eat the widgety grubs. There's no kangaroo meat. I mean, what's going on out oh, there? Was, mm. it, was it Sir Willie Dunlop that that wouldn't take the water because he wouldn't take it off the blackfellas. Oh. He was just too damn weird. He died, he died of, he shot at them. They were coming to help him, give him some water. He was dying of dehydration under a tree and they were bringing him some water and he shot at them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To yeah. the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, he kept it real. Jeez. But just to, um, oh, to put it into a bit of perspective, mm-hmm. for example, the, um, Australian region's indigenous population declined from well over a million in 1788 to just a few thousand by the early 20th century. Now that's mm, great, pretty hectic. Doesn't matter yeah. which way you look at it. Mm. Mm. That's um, that's some real facts. But you know, we're this is this is a show about the past. We're not dwelling on the past. We want to we want to deal with the past. So we, we want to learn a, from the past and learn from the past so mm. we can have a positive future. I could uh, I could teach you a few things from the past. I'd bet you could, <clears throat> Timmy Taco. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was uh, perusing the topic. Uh, on the internet, and we came across a um, documentary which was talking about cavemen. Okay. So we're going back. That's definitely in the past. Quite a ways. Yep, we're going back. Quite a ways. So you would think that they were a little bit more gorilla-like in their sure. um, in their vocalization of uh, sounds and, okay. yep. you know, minimal language and whatnot. Mm. Yep. But they were doing studies to show that um, they, they came across a uh, throat, uh, larynx okay. of sorts. Uh, from from the caveman era, okay, <laughs> and it's way more compressed than what we have now, oh, which, right. which is actually narrow um, pathways. So mm. they actually talk like this, which then makes them high talkers. Really high talkers. <laughs> so what I found this documentary, and I'll play a little clip now because mm. the clip sort of explains it all. But the lady that's um, demonstrating with um, a, a guy that's uh, a vocal uh, uh, expert. Yep. Um, and she's giving him instructions, um, and then we end up with the result of what cavemen would have uh, would have sounded like. So let me roll that clip for you guys right now. Excellent, right? So Elliot, let's try male human voice. Count over three. One, two, three. Just pitch up your voice. 
One, two, three. But it gets even more complex. Let's just add a bit of nasal now. One, two, three. So I imagine that they wouldn't have subtle sounds. It would be loud, very loud, or very, very loud. Now speak. One, two, three. Now let's make a sound. Just let's make a huge R. And again. <laughs> Surprisingly it. educational. Um, so yes, and cavemen <laughs> or would, high talkers. That would have been terrifying. And uh, we yeah. came we came a long way. Um, we came a long way, and then in in roughly the nineteen eighties, mm. I think um, we really came into our own with um, with being able to master speak. the vocal cords. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ended up being like this. One, two, one, two, three, four. Which is way sweeter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're a Billy Joel fan. Well, there you go. I was just, try- I was, well, I was trying to get a um, good sample that, you know, yeah, well, made you, sense. Well, you did it. I was expecting some we, Michael we, Bolton or someone that really had that articulation. You know, I had a lot of one, two, three, fours to choose from. Mm, yep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, even. Ah. you know, Michael Bolton was, uh, he was in uh, heavy metal bands. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's where he got his hair from. That sweet rocking voice. Yeah, but then you realise that there's more money to be made. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Just with the caveman, uh, the big forehead thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. To, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, not attracted to it. That's not. It's not my steez. No. Well, you know, the nature of evolution is that may be a thing of the past. Mm. If everybody feels the same way, you know, the big forehead thing will eventually it, it'll weed itself out. Are oh, you saying we're getting better looking? Well, theoretically, we should all be getting, getting better looking mm. because if we're all always striving to find the, the perfect mate, and especially now with the advent of uh, digital social media and mm. you know, the, 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 the prize pool is much larger, mm-hmm. the, the pool, pool of selection is much larger. Um, so is there going to be a, a, like a singularity where uh, the hot people continually breed with the, you know, breeding and breeding and it's hotter and it's hotter and it's hotter and then you yeah. just yeah. reach this point where, where it's hot, hot, hot. Ultimately, it's impossible yes. to look at. Have you seen okay. pictures from the old days? Oh, like, yes, people yes. are ugly. They sure are. People are getting better looking due to this fact, I think. But it was pretty okay. rough back in the day. I mean, mm. you know, you're going on these uh, long walks out, out back, trying to... Uh, in the sun a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, lots of hats, though. Yeah, lots of... Yeah. No moisturisers. And petticoats. Lots of petticoats. Many layers. So many layers. So maybe you yeah. die of dehydration. Mm. Just take a couple of layers off. You're sweating too much. <laughs> but that's something we've learned from the past. There you go. We don't wear as many layers unless you're on a hike. And if you do wear layers, they're usually made out of a more modern synthetic material, which is much easier and lighter to manage. Like a Gore-Tex. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or a Spandex. Spandex, yeah, which yeah. is a personal favourite. one of my favorites. Or a latex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not too bad. Okay. I like going for long hikes in latex. Yeah. Now, can we combine those three materials for the perfect pair of pants? Spray-tex. <laughs> Spray-tex. Here we go. Coin it, phrase it. <laughs> Patent it. Lock that down. Yeah. Speaking of good inventions mm-hmm. from the past, yep. soy sauce. Ah, that's yeah, a good I'm, one. I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm favourite. Well, uh, it's, Dad, I mean, Dad yeah. calls it black sauce. Black sauce. Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, I think that's one of the original names. Is it? Uh, he might have been one of the original founders from 206 BC to 220 AD. That's what it's mm. estimated. It's not quite that old. Um, oh, no, no. There, is, there are several precursors of soy sauce that are associated products with soy paste. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Is fish sauce on this list? I think it's part. I think it's fish sauce part of it. 
Because in, in do you know what? Soy sauce, sauce was actually originally invented to stretch out salt because salt was such an expensive commodity. Mm. Oh, yes. So they'd actually mix you the can't. salt with fermented fish and they use fermented fish to stretch out the salt. So you're cutting up. That's your why it's black. Yeah. Mm. So you're cutting up your, your your salt with your sauce or your soya. Yeah. Mm. What's soya? Soy? Salt. Soya beans. Yeah. Soya beans. Yep. Huh. I figured it out. So that's language. <laughs> so your caveman can't, you know, rationally no. think. Here's, of that. here's all unga bunga. Well, and higher. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Nasally, huh? Yeah. But think about. <laughs> You know, we're talking about the past, the, you know, the advent of, of these inventions, which, you know, were just invented out of necessity. You know, they needed to make their salt last longer. So they made a, something out of it. And that's changed the world. Mm. It's changed recipes, not only in the region that was created, but the world over. Where would, where would some dimmies be without some soy sauce? And I think uh, possibly the inventing clean water, potable water, uh, probably comes from the salt. They must have been very thirsty. Everything was so salty. And they said, geez, we just need some clean water to wash this down. Yeah, so they took the salt out and left it with the soy. Then they went, mm, it's a bit soy. Yes. The desalination so program. And then that, that's how they discovered water. Yeah. I'm surprised it took so long to get onto the fresh water thing. I think that was day. one of the first things that came about. I think it was a necessity to the, um, to the production of original life forms. Mm. What were they carrying the water in? Yeah, if you're going on a long... Uh, Walkabout. Uh, like is it pig skin or something? Skin or a bladder. Mm. Yeah. Most mm. likely. Yeah. So again, I'm surprised it took them so long to figure out clean, <laughs> drinkable water. Don't drink <laughs> it out of a bladder. Nah. <laughs> but the effect that these these adventures have had on the world are amazing. You know, like think about concepts like the butterfly effect where apparently, or it's theorized that the flap of a butterfly's wings in one side of the world on one side of the world, mm. can start a chain reaction that eventually result in a hurricane on the other yes. side of the world. Yes. Now, if a flap of a butterfly's wings can create a hurricane, what on earth could happen if you make soy sauce? <laughs> well, just chaos could rain. <laughs> chaos. Um, salt shortage. <laughs> <laughs> well, an excess in salt, because if oh. everyone's using soy sauce, then... More, more salt. More salt. But we, I think we've figured out the salt thing. I think the world's got a bit of salt. And we did cover that salt factory collapsing. Oh, molten salts. Yeah, molten, molten? Molten. 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 Yeah, the, uh, the great salt. Cascade avalanche of, of 19DD, what have you. Yeah, we, we do dig salt, and then there was that whole, oh, we're going to go on a, uh, a nine-month journey to Australia, mm. get all that beef and, and roll it in salt. <laughs> Give it a good so roll. Get a, get a little salting. Because mm. that's that's it. When you, when you smoke um, some meats, yes. So we're we're back in the oldie days. You, do you cook the meat with the smoke, or do you cook yeah. the meat first and then? No, nah, the, uh, the the smoke. the smoke cooks the meat. The meat. How long does that take? Oh, you think you could do it slowly? Slow cook. Slow cook. Yeah. Mm. That's what we're doing basically at, uh, with the char grill at my house, Tim. Ah. You light the fire in the side barrel and then the smoke comes through and cooks the chicken. So chicken you don't wings. actually light the BBQ? No. There's oh. a fire on the side. So it doesn't take that long then? Well, if you've got a, like a 16-pounder, a turkey or something. <laughs> How big is that? <laughs> I don't know. How big is a pound? I don't know. But it's, um, it's, it's to be done slowly. Mm-hmm. Because you see on those Alone and Alive and, and we ended up having to eat each other shows <laughs> and they, they smoke the meats, but like how long do you get out of a piece of meat 
outside, smoked, mm. preserved, jerkied, if you will. Mm. Um, I don't know. How long do you get out of that? How do you long? How long do you get out of some jerkied meat? Yeah, I think it lasts. That's that's like an indefinite thing, isn't it? Like once it's jerkied, it's once it's jerked. Once it's jerked. Yeah. <laughs> and I did uh, speaking of the past. I called up Triple J uh, back going back when Dr. Carl was on, and I had some space guy. You could ask him any space question. So mm-hmm. I called up. Oh, I've got a question, mm-hmm. and it was jerky related. Uh, they put me on the air, and I, I asked basically if you could get uh, meat in space. Uh, meat space or space meat yeah uh the the vacuum of space and the coldness of space does it act as a a fridge slash uh airtight vacuum so you bring the cow up there doesn't it instantly turn into jerky mm. <laughs> right yeah freeze-dried Freeze cold dried, pressed cold jerky and then, and then you everything you want and then you just tie it <laughs> and uh, oh, well, they cut Do- you off, <laughs> Doctor Carl. Uh, you know he's a yeah. He had a bit of a laugh, but the the science guy was not. Uh, the space guy was not happy. He's what not- do you What do you think would happen? Oh, I don't know. So he couldn't totally answer on. your question. Oh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. No. I think he couldn't ah. if you yeah, offended him so dearly. Yeah. And I did say I know. I realise how expensive it is to get you know a pound of um, payload into space. But if yep. you could grow the cows up there and then just kick them off. Yeah, you space. have a, yeah, you have a release mechanism. As soon as you get up there, you release the cows. <laughs> <laughs> could be a new thing, like space cooked. Space, space, oh, oh, space, space cooked. cooked. Space cooked. You know. Straight from the sun. Yeah, because then it's like a yep. um, sushi almost. Yeah. Well, but it's ultimate freshness. It's snap. Snap mm. frozen. All that, all that freshness is trapped snap, within. Snap frozen, cooked frozen. So, are we eating? We're eating raw meat, freeze dried. Is that what we're doing? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because <laughs> isn't so. jerky? Jerky's like treated and then and then it gets jerked. Well, if you want to get really uh, tricky about it, you, you slice the cow right down the guts, mm-hmm. uh, point it towards the sun, give mm. it a quick old cook, solar, oh, yeah. solar cook, and then uh, like a dimmy on the barbie. Yeah, and then like you just block the sun. It instantly freezes, uh, and you've got yourself uh, some space meat. Oh, Good yeah, question. Beautiful. Yeah. Dimmy on the Barbie? Have you ever not had a Dimmy on the Barbie? No, I've never oh, had a Barbie. Barbie. It's just like mm. Jez described chopping the cow in half and mm-hmm. facing it to the sun. You chop the dim sim in half and um, put it on the barbecue. Yep. yep man. That's a tasty, I've smoked, tasty smoked dim sims, Oh, Tim. Jesus. Now, back to... <laughs> How did that go? It's awesome. Just like I said. Just <laughs> oh. I'm the char griller. Oh. Uh, back to Tim Sims talking in the past. Like, man, I'm telling you, the Tim Sims stall. I do like, I do like um, the, you go to Tim Sims and you go, um, two, two Harveys, thanks. And then I give you a whole Tim Sim, but in halves, fried. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Barbie fried. Yeah. Um, and then. But there's also air fried. There's deep fried. There's steamed. And there's now char grilled and space cooked, space cooked, space cooked, and space cooked. I wonder how Tupperware goes in space. It's uh, indestructible. Is it really? It's probably come f- comes from the uh, space program. You know? Yeah, they're probably yeah, having does... Tupperware parties in the ISS as we speak. Does uh, plastic go brittle? You know, you leave the plastic mm. out in the sun, goes yeah. brittle. You take that up into space. Is it? Is that... I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's. I think where Tupperware you... came from space. Actually, you'd have to. Like the aliens drop that it's off with Velcro. Of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Velcro. Right. Better Dean. <laughs> well, if we're going to go down the alien tip, very briefly, 
Can we? Do we? No. Well, they've been in the past. I mean, it's kind of a future, a future well, subject. Okay, but... I'll, I'll go. Yeah, we'll go back to the oldies times of uh, true UFO times, which yeah. is uh, the ancient pyramids. Okay. Um, there and, it is. Well uh, done. Well done. And we we know that there's over two hundred thousand pyramids uh, on on the over two hundred thousand. Well, you know, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you bunch in all the mounds and the sacred mounds and the, this and the that yeah. and the mountain, mountainous <laughs> things, and there's a whole other subcategory of pyramids that I discovered yep. um, that are also there, which I'm not sure if these are in the count, but uh, I'll just go through them. He's done his, he's done his homework. There's the uh, gummy bear pyramid <laughs> installation at Burning Man, 2017. Oh, wow. And as you can see... Uh, you guys can see it's a uh, it's a pyramid form, but it's like lead light. Oh yes, oh, it's yeah. made of gummy bears. Fantastic! Okay, so yeah. I melt the gummy bears and then form it into a glass. Uh, yeah, that's panel. right. I guess. Well, yeah. Or is it just they're like just stuck to get, I don't know how stuck, stuck together gummy bears? Mm. Well, you don't want to give away all your secrets. It's, it's process based art, isn't it? Mm. It's all about the process. How did you turn a gummy bear into a window? That's what that's what people want to know. Is it mandatory that if you take something to Burning Man, it has to be flammable? Yeah. <laughs> or edible who packs it all up that's what I want to know everybody the Burning Man yeah the volunteers yeah oh, I'll give you a free, free ticket, ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what man. a deal <laughs> yeah I don't know, I've never gone down got down with that and then uh, we've got we've got a pyramid which is uh, stacked up pumpkins for the Harvest Pumpkin Pyramid Festival. Now, just on that photo, it does look like there's a pyramid structure and a, and the pumpkins are just sitting on like well, shel- it's a shelves. Of shelves. But That's ha- true. How yeah. do you stack pumpkins up? Really, like so many varieties of sizes on top of each other. That's usually, true. yep. But uh, as you can see, there's over, I don't know, 200,000 pumpkins that make up the shelves. Now, are we uh, souping that at the end? Yeah, what happens to all that pumpkin? Well, it's going to have to go somewhere, but it's probably going to go to waste by the looks of things because mm. they're just a, just a waste of food. It's not even structural. You can see the photo. It's a, it's a pyramid built out of timber and something else, and then they've just stacked it with pumpkins. Yeah, and I think that's ludicrous. It's no good. I mean, I mean, it looks okay, but geez, they must have had an excess of pumpkins that year because that just makes no sense. And I think that's off the list of the two hundred thousand possible parts. That's not on there. That's not on the list. No. But while we're talking about pumpkins, just quickly, have you seen whole pumpkin pumpkin soup? They make the soup in the pumpkin, and you put the soup the pumpkin in the oven, and it bake the soup in the pumpkin. Uh, Genius. I've never seen that. So wouldn't it? Just collapse if you oh, overcooked it. That, well, no, probably that, if you overcooked it, but if you cooked it just right, like the recipe, that you know, pumpkin skin—that's that's, that's oh. a thick skin. A pumpkin. I just think it. Man. I don't know. Anything that cooked in itself is delicious. Mm. Mm. Like a uh, like a beer chicken. Yeah, or right. a, um, a taco bowl. <laughs> a hat. Yeah, a yeah. beer chicken is exactly a what a I was sandwich. thinking of. Yeah. Things things like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one that I had uh, was the prohibition alcohol barrels to be burned in 1924. Oh, no, don't do it. And uh, as you can see down the bottom here, there's some guys sitting down there about the height of a, you know, like a whiskey. Think of whiskey barrels. Is that for real? And they've stuck that looks them for all real. How do you reckon those blokes have got that up there? Uh, I'm sure it would have been some 12-year-old lugging <laughs> them up there. No, no, yeah, no safety, no harnesses. You'd have to go to the top first. It'd have to be a shelf system. That's right. I don't think you can build a pyramid from the top down, Tim. Is that what you were just saying? How I many don't... barrels do you reckon? Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten. Ten on the bottom row. Yeah. 
And then you do yes. the math. Then you do the math. Um, but I guess they burnt them all. And you know. uh, The yeah. real travesty is that uh, they're all oak barrels. Uh, and they, they, they go for about 150 oh, bucks. Yeah. Uh, we did it, guys. Nursery. We got him, Sarge. <laughs> yeah. We got him. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful barrels. Um, it does look uh, Photoshopped, though, to be honest. It doesn't. It's black so and white. How do they do it? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. It is black and white. Yeah, that is. They're very, they're yeah, very ye oldy. Yeah, there's, there's no such thing as a uh, filter <laughs> or Photoshop. Yeah, that's true. Very true. But it is an old photo. It does look a little bit pre uh, pre CGI, mm. and we might have to give them the benefit of doubt. It looks like that it might have happened. That would. You know, we're like... comparing this. You know, pra- practice of works to modern day practice of works. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because. True workmanship, talking about the past, is a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've found it a little bit easy. Although, although people work very hard for a living, I come from a very hard industry, but, you know, we had a lot of hydraulic machines and things like that that we wouldn't have had in the past. Mm. Many options that we wouldn't have had in the past. Back in the day, people still got stuff done without the, the options of, easy, of, of convenience that we yeah. have now. And they just worked harder. People, you, they would have thrown barrel from the from the bottom level to four levels up and the bloke would have caught it on his shoulder and then thrown it yeah. to the next guy. He's a burly fella. And yeah. so forth. Now but you don't even them. have to be. Burn them all. You see, I watched you know, some videos of guys in, um, in countries where you know, maybe third world, not, not as quite as developed yet and they yeah. don't have the luxury of, well, the unions and the, and the machinery that we have in this country. And the way they get stuff done is phenomenal. It's the craftsmanship and the mm. strength. That is involved. Well, there's is, always that. Uh, I think it's in India. That guy carrying bricks on his head. He's got like like six, 60 <laughs> bricks on his head. Yeah. He's walking across this plank in between two buildings. And yeah. uh, is that, that's that, after he throws them up there, isn't it? Oh, he, he does. He throws them up on his head. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's right. It's amazing what you can achieve if you With don't. Your you start to death. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the um, the other one I've got on my list of pyramids, which we're not sure if they. Uh, qualify in the mm. uh, two hundred thousand is the uh, the pyramid captured of captured German helmets, New York nineteen eighteen. Nice. That pyramid in the background there. If you can see, it's like a big quadrangle as there's lots yeah. of people and mm. vehicles and whatnot. That looks sp- specifically Freemason like that pyramid. Well, it's all the uh, helmets of the of the dead captured German soldiers that we all killed. Mm. So why do we love uh, stacking things up on top of each other? you got mm. your Tetris. you got your <laughs> Jenga. You've got your, uh, you know. You sure do. Why is it so satisfying to put put a brick of uh, Lego together and build a tower? What's One that? word. Erection. Ah. ah. Mm. Uh, yeah, see, there, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Uh, um, and uh, the last one I've got on my list is the the classic pyramid. Ah, the pyramid, which we've all probably partaken in mm. in some time or another. Sure, when hey. you drink beers and stack them up into a pyramid and yeah. marvel at your alcoholism. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, we definitely drink as hard as the uh, our uh, predecessors, uh, mm. our, pre- our ancestors, or whatever. Fuck. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, yeah. we should say again that it's uh, we're all being wetted off again today. In this oh, rainy Melbourne, yeah, yeah, middle of the Stormy. day, day oh, session. It's been bitterly cold. Mm. Coldest day in uh, a while. Yeah, ages. Cold mm. days aren't a thing of the past. No. Right. No, but luckily, <laughs> and they won't be for another couple of months to come, but we have a couple of winter warmers episodes with a few hot tips to get you through these chilly days. We do. Yeah. And in nights. in particular, get a heat of your mug. <laughs> just, uh, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
what else have you got from the past? Anything well, else I'd like to have of... a serious discussion about Tesla. Mm, Shout okay. out Mr. Muscles, KHA, Posse Shop Boys. <laughs> but um, it's, it's not discussed enough. Nikola. Nikola. Okay. Not the cars. Not, not the, car. uh, That's what just, the electric yeah. cars, which are, it's not the car. are good in themselves mm, for yeah. their reasons. But that company was named after Nikola Tesla, one of the finer inventors oh, of one, our generation. One of the best. One, one of the best. best. Born in 1856 in Croatia, mm-hmm. um, which was then part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. His father was a priest, um, Serbian Orthodox Church, and his mother managed the family's farm. In 1863, Tesla's brother Daniel was killed in a riding accident, mm. which Te- Tesla observed and he said he'd never got over. Um, horse riding. Horse riding. Mm. And it was the same horse that saved his father's life. So there was some mixed feelings. Conflicting, yeah. Conflicting. There's and, a movie um, in that. Yeah, and according to Nicola, his brother that died was an absolute genius and he could never live up to. Oh, really? And oh, especially, right. especially to his parents. They, so Nicola's the dum-dum. Nicola's the dum-dum <laughs> who had um, you know, traits of eccentricity and autism. And um, yeah, well, sure, that's uh, all the all the greatest minds. That's right. That's right. And um, but not simple minds. Uh, yeah, the band. So the band. Yeah, yeah. He apparently reported seeing visions of that um, horrific incident uh, for the rest of his life. Mm. And, As you uh, but um, he had a this, you know a bunch of inventions. Yes, you can say that he uh, he invented the alternating current. Yes, and um, different. Alternating current motors that uh, would be remote control boats. Uh, yeah, yeah, the first yeah. person to invent radio yeah. and demonstrated that uh, with a remote control boat, which would have been fascinating back in the day. Imagine seeing someone who's no wires to control something. It would have been amazing. Yeah, way ahead of his time. And um, what else can we say? What, what, else, what else has he got on his list? Of did time? you know that during the eighteen nineties, Mark Twain struck up a friendship with the inventor? And uh, Twain often visited him in his lab, where in 1894, Tesla photographed the great American writer with one of the first pictures ever lit by phosphorescent light. Uh, that's ah. the one where he's sitting underneath his uh, Tesla coil or something. Like yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly right. And he had his, um, he, you know, his fair share of uh, tribulations, like most great mm. greats do. Um, he worked for Edison. And, that um, prick. He worked for Edison. Here's a story. He worked for Edison, and um, Edison offered him, said, $50,000 if he could achieve a certain feat hmm. um, using his alternating current motors or whatever. And he um, can't remember what the exact feat was, but he offered him and said, if, I, if you could ever do that, I'd give you $50,000. And, and Tesla like, worked day and night to, to do it, and he finished it, and he went to Edison like, here, here it is. And he was just like, oh, I don't think you understand our American humor. Sorry, mate. Oh. <laughs> but I'll be taking that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he took it, and, but uh, Tesla... He quit not long after yeah. that. Um, but obviously, people uh, didn't want to see him succeed mm. after things like that. He had a lot of competition. And um, when he died, he, uh, his only friends were pigeons, apparently. He died alone. Uh, and then shortly after that, the American government swooped into his uh, New York apartment, stole all his notes, and uh, basically yeah, so have been uh, riding off that storm since that's then. That's right. And he, but he, he had some wisdom. He actually had some, He wasn't just an inventor. Um, I've got some quotes here which shed a little bit of light on Tesla before we move on. In, in regards to the tribulations that he faced at the time, the present is theirs, the future, for which I really worked, is mine. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Which is just like this podcast. And here's something interesting. The day science begins to study non-physical phenomena, it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence. You do the math. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking do. So is that paranormal? 
Well, yeah. Uh, well, I guess not like, paranormal, but things you can't see. You know, he yes. was he was definitely aware of other ways to access energy that that everything is energy and it's accessible. Yeah, he was big on uh, no wires, just like beaming energy or power to your house. Mm. That's right. And just like we were talking about the butterfly effect, uh, what started as a remote control boat is now the early bird show. <laughs> well, exactly. Remember they used to do the um, Mr. Marty. Yeah, they used to do the uh, the go kart yeah, uh, races. <laughs> that's without, right. Without Tesla, we wouldn't have had that. Yeah. Exactly, and that's, that's so much fun. So much fun. But you know, Saturday mornings, and like, it doesn't stop there. It goes all the way to five G. You know. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, let's see. Let's get a reel off a couple of these because they're really nice. Uh, the scientists of today think deeply instead of clearly. One must be sane to think clearly. But one can think deeply and be quite insane. Is that clear? <laughs> I think I'm going insane. A couple more. Our virtues and our failings are inseparable, like force and matter. When they separate, man is no more. Mm, yes, you need That's to... That's a lyric. Yeah. Yeah, oh, just write that one down there, Tim. Mm. What about this one? <laughs> I do not think you can name many great inventions that have been made by married men. Oh, well, come on. Oh, come he's, on. He's, he's, having a, he's having a go. He's having a laugh. He just wants you to acknowledge his inventions. He's no, he's funny. an incel. He's like, why can't I get married? I'm stuck in my room. All I do is change the world with my inventions. I'm going to make a death beam. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to make a death ray. And lastly, the spread of civilization may be likened to a fire. First a feeble spark, next a flickering flame. Then a mighty blaze, ever increasing in speed and power. Burn them, burn them all. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in a pyramid and light them on fire. Light them on fire. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's how we solve all our problems. Uh, yeah. So uh, we we yet to see the inventions that um, the were, were taken. Mm. Uh, or, I'm sure, all we're currently seeing. Well, you now. don't know that Tupperware wasn't on that list, Tim. True. You know, we Fire don't optics. know, do we? What do you think he was tapping into? The old Tesla. Uh, was, oh, was it his uh, autism or was it pure genius? How do you, how do you land that um, I think it's creativity like when you're, in a, when you're in a dream and you go, mm. I can fly. That's right. I know how to do it. I'm going to remember this for when I wake up. I did that last um, time. But he's, right. in that, he's in that state, mm. in his waking state. So like he just says, I know I can do it. So he he's, actually can. He's like, yep. he's, the dream mechanics are working in reality for him. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, definitely yeah. an yeah, out-of-the-box like thinker. That's right. Did he invent the box? <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to invent a way of getting out of this box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was a, it was a uh, glass case of emotion that he built around himself. What's your favorite invention there, Tim? Have you got... Uh... My favorite invention would have to be... Uh, <laughs> not, um, not to put you on the spot or anything. Plastic. You like plastics, I yeah? Because like, it makes toys. Right. You like plastic. <laughs> That's, That's your <laughs> greatest invention. I mean, it is, it's marvellous, isn't it? It is marvellous. It's, it is marvellous. It's one of those great things that, you know, we wouldn't be able to live the lives we lead without plastic. Well, you, don't I mean, get, it, you don't get Tupperware without plastic. Yeah, we can't lose the life we live without plastic. Because, oh, uh, I think a lot of lives are getting lost because of plastic. Plenty, yeah, okay. plenty, yeah. yeah. Like I said, shred it all up. Turn into confetti, blowing into the wind. Hey, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, one <laughs> day evenly. plastic will be a thing of the past. I told you, one, once upon a time in the past, mm-hmm. there was nothing that ate organic material. Mm. Organic material built up just like plastic for millions of years mm-hmm. until something figured out, hey, there's heaps of this shit, I can live on it. That's and it. That's, that's the nature of life and evolution. And it'll happen with plastic. 
It has to happen with plant. There's going to be that much of it. Something's going to, and it's full of energy because it's made with uh, yes. petroleum products, and something mm. will uh, benefit from it. Product. Something will eat it. Yeah, and eventually we'll probably end up having to eat it. You know, some some future oh, variants of humans ourselves. Um, we might you might get it. You know, in, when transhumanism is a thing, and we can get implants and upgrades, you might be able to get the you can eat plastic upgrade. Mm. And yeah. all yeah, of a sudden, a bit, of, um, uh, yeah, yeah. bit of salt on there, a bit of molten salt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just shredded white plastic. It's yeah. a bit salty. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> do dig the plastic. Mm. But well, talking about things that never die mm. from the past, I just want to um, bring in something that uh, we've, all let, we've all slept on a little bit. <laughs> All right. Who doesn't remember Informer from snow. the past? Not Snow, 1993. Are you saying we've dropped the ball uh, not, not playing Snow Informer enough? Oh, that's 100% <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because when I realised that this was a thing of the past and I think that we should mention it, I, I was instantly mortified that we hadn't mentioned it before. Mm. Um, is, uh, is Snow the, um, the ragamuffin version of... Um, uh, <laughs> oh, what's his name? Um, Fucking Eminem. No, they're the white rapper. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Is, is Snow the pseudo version of Vanilla Ice? I think he was trying remember to remember he had sort of the same haircut and... It, didn't he end up getting stabbed? Wasn't that the... Yeah, because he, he was an informer. Yeah, he's a snitch. <laughs> he was a snitch. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, is that first film clip before anybody saw anything about him, I was watching it last night and it's all... He's all acting behind bars and pretty tough, and he'd never been behind bars. But not long after that clip, he got arrested on cocaine charges and was thrown in jail for a fair while. But maybe he wouldn't be an informer. Like he, just, he was holding up his end of the deal. For oh, the who knows? Song. It didn't do much for him, though, because I was looking at his discography. He had like 15 albums after that. Oh, dead set. Yeah, he didn't die. He was still doing stuff. He's got his, his second greatest hit, Alecky Boom Boom Down. Um, <laughs> what's the other one? Where, where are you in your life where you've, you say, right, album nine, let's... Uh, hey, album it eight happens, did... it happens. Timmy knows heaps of these blokes. I do. Maybe I'll get it right on the 11th. No, yep. the 14th. No. Well, do you know what it is? It's 18th. a love. It's a love. It's what you do. Yeah. yeah. That's you what know, you, you come in here love in the because, podcast um, and talk and... They, true, true. That's what I expect do. to make money out of it. Oh, but, I know. Uh, it's, a, it's about the art. Sure, mm. sure. <laughs> I, uh, what brought you up? What uh, what sparked the informer thing? Where were you, what were you looking up when? It... Well, any time I delve into the past, it comes up. Okay, yeah. with a bullet. Skip it, I did. That's not the lyrics, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to put my hand up. I did have that on cassette tape. Oh, so did I. Single I single. Tape, yeah. yeah. I also had uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soundtrack. That was. Yeah. Uh, I have that original on vinyl. Yeah, which I actually, yep. he, yeah, he's, he's, I had the cover. Yep. And you had the record, didn't I you? I did. My cover had some a little bit of water damage. So mm. I donated my cover. Oh, well to done. The yeah, well something done. from the past. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, what's, what's, uh, what was the song? Uh, oh. We got to pray. 9.95. <laughs> 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 your body in overdrive. But Donatello, Michelangelo. Is that what it? 9.95. Nine, five. It was great like, R&B. Smashes his right, yeah. Spin that wheel. Oh, um, who, who could forget? Yo, DJ, let's get up and party. <laughs> <laughs> right? Crank that out. Oh, uh, so good. So and, good. And then it went from, yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the first tape I ever bought, purchased. And mm-hmm. then uh, I think it went to the first CD. It was right on that 1980, yeah. 89. 
uh, NWA straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, for some reason, Ugly Kid Joe. Oh, I had that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, totally. I was down with Ugly Kid Joe. I loved Ugly Kid Joe. Um, what do they say? Um, what was that track? It was just uh, all dissing out yeah, people. Yeah, one track. Uh, <laughs> that anyways, one time. Yeah. One time. And uh, didn't you have the uh, the CD of uh, Here I Come, Here I Come, Here I Come? The guy from um, uh, Married with Children? Yeah, I had that on cassette. I did, yes. Um, what was it? Bud Bundy's. Bud Bundy. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> want to go into that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, let's not do that. I could do that. I could do that rhyme. Please don't. Okay, I won't. We remember we shut you down for doing other people's rhymes. I've hung up my microphone. <laughs> uh, so, in the past. Yeah. It was in the past. My rapping microphone, I should say, because I'm yeah. speaking into a microphone right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. so you didn't give that up. Yeah. That's Which how it's handy. all right to have a little bit, is what you're saying. Are you mortified or do you look back on your choices as a, as a youngster coming up? Uh, <laughs> mortified by your haircut or your, your CD choice or your, the, you know? Not really. Well, I didn't have a lot of say in my haircut until I was in like year 10. So, <laughs> did you ever sport the undercut? I'm sure you. Yeah, were I did. Dad, I did. Dad. Um, all that sort of stuff. No, like I, I think looking back on my musical choices, I did the best that I could with the resources that I had. I didn't have older siblings, right. so I didn't really have access to what was cool. Yeah, I was just sort of going about it, and my, like a pioneer, like yeah. a Burke and Wills of uh, a trendsetter. Oh, yeah. I'm not really. I'm not. You know, I'd like to think I wouldn't be one of them old racist bastards, but you know, yes, you yeah, never know. <laughs> Get away from me with your water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But um, just but, take no. an ab- Aboriginal dude along with you. I just think take him. I think I think I think I I like what I listen to. You know, yeah. what I was listening to was the same as what you were listening to when I was what a little bit like five, ten, eight years younger. Yeah, there you go. So I must have been cool. You must have been. been. I think you're cool. Thanks, Jeremy's, man. I think you're uh, cool Jeremy's too. Behind the times, maybe. Uh, I had my finger right on the pulse. I'll, I'll, I think so. I'll always say, uh, I mean, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Say it. Uh, NWA, straight out of Compton. It's, That's pretty cool. Uh, it's the first CD. Yeah, so you, you ride that for the rest of your life. Pretty cool. At about the same time, I was listening to Jimmy Barnes' Soul Deep. Um, no, very nice, but not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, it might have been Jimmy Barnes, but it did give me a love for old soul classics. Well, definitely, I got onto most of the. Uh, this is before the internet. Everyone loves saying that now. Yeah. In, the, in the past, before the internet, yeah, when, I did get into world, the, when the world sucked. Yeah, yeah, I got into the movie The Commitments, mm-hmm. uh, and, oh, it, right. and yeah, it was yeah. all um, all that old time soul. And I had no idea really that they were all covers. And then it's, it's years later that you say, "Oh, that's that commitment song." And yeah, you know, oh, no, 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 it's not. Yeah, yeah. So soul deep. That's all right. Wherever you can get it from, wherever you can learn from. Oh, definitely. Definitely left an impact. I used to love singing along to the songs. And I've always, I always, I loved Jimmy Barnes back in the day. Oh, he's got why. a set of pipes on his mouth. Oh, just loved it. He's got that larynx like the, uh, like the caveman did. Is, uh, he could just, yeah. he could scream. Uh, one, one, two, three. Nasally, screamier. Yeah. And well, then shout it like Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. Def- probably where that's those sort of, Larynx abilities came from. They've been maintained from the Neanderthal days. Well, they've done some sort of, um, I don't know, scan on his throat, and he doesn't have the same sort of uh, larynx that we do. Oh, uh, Barnsey? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, it's different. It has to be different. (laughs) (laughs) I've been known to do a bit of singing and trying to sing along to Jimmy Barnes. 
he's, he's fun to sing along to to a certain point, and then when he gets his his Barnsley register, it's just like you, mate, you, you, you're, you're, setting your, you're setting yourself up for sure a are. pooper valve explosion. Like, <laughs> That's don't, right. Uh, yeah. You're going to have a blowout. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, while we're talking about artists from the past, um, big shout out to uh, Curtis Lee Mayfield. Oh no, he's, he hasn't died, has he? Or is he already dead? Why not? Because he died uh-huh. in 1999. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Rest in peace too soon. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> too soon so long ago. Uh, politically conscious African-American musician. We mm. all know he had some great funk tracks and, uh, you know, just a bit of a shout out. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like that. And um, I've, I've mentioned it in the Steez, but a little uh, Netflix, The Black Godfather, mm. about uh, Clarence. I think his name's Clarence. Isaac or something like that. Okay. But uh, just the most connected man in America at that time during the soul, you know, funk, uh, president, black oh. power. You know, he, he signed up uh, Bill Withers. Yep. He uh, he signed up uh, the Sugar Man. You know, Sugar Man. Oh, really? Yeah. He was just had his finger on the pulse and everything Ooh. he touches turns to gold. <laughs> but, turns uh, to sugar. You know, yeah. his best mates with Barack Obama and Clinton, you know. But who isn't? Oh, oh, that's, that's right. right. Everybody who's everybody, everybody who's anybody is. You got your Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Tupac and Biggie were shot, or who who was first? Tupac. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, this guy Clarence calls up um, Puff Daddy, gets him on a plane, gets him out of the out of the state because he knew right. You know these dudes were on my label. You're next. Yep. All over it. The Black Godfather on Netflix. Check it mm. out. Oh, right. Really good, man. That's my Is that task. a series or a... Uh... Just a one-off. Oh, good. Like hey, you watch it and you'll just say, oh, so he knows that dude. He was involved with that dude and that dude. And mm. his, his web is... Um, Weaved. Yes, it's all over my, all over my screen. Yes. <laughs> so we're talking about the past. Um, to talk about the past, we need to talk about the future. It's uh, hand in hand. Like one of those quotes, you can't study the science without... I don't know, you said fuck it. <laughs> the, the past and the present are linked, anyway. I think that's what you just said, wasn't it? Oh, they're intertwined. What's going on? What am I doing? Yeah. Show intertwined. They're either systematically, fundamentally the one thing, mm-hmm. or they're entwined like fibres in a rope. Forever stretching into the distance, or a can what is it? A carbon nanofiber, like we were talking about yeah. mm-hmm. um, recently. But we also have to think about the future and the expansion of the universe. Mm. How we're ultimately expanding, and the energy is all dying. There's no new energy mm. fading, and whilst that's happening, we have to trace it back, trace it back to its origin, to its origin. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know why is the why is the universe expanding? And we they, they know that it is. They know that the galaxies are getting further apart, and they've known that for a very long time. That's right. Aristotle mentioned it. <laughs> the other uh, one, you got your Socrates, <laughs> Socrates, like, <laughs> exactly. And we you we can't to... we actually well, don't have time to brush on this, but we can't talk about the past without talking about the Greek philosophers because you know the art of sitting here talking shit like we do now look I tried to do a Greek ses- uh, segment Greek yeah, mythology, Greek uh, mythology uh, segment, I quickly yeah. shut it down it's uh, too much research yeah, oh, well, yeah, Jesus. there's a lot uh, in there it's thick <laughs> it's thick yeah it's, it's, you kind of have to it has to be a lifelong pursuit really mm, the high philosophy so, thing. yeah but, um, but th- th- this is philosophical sitting here talking about things you know in a forum that's uh, you know just vocal and we, we have the the time to process things and, and people other people get to listen and 
hopefully get to post things as well. Like a butterfly flapping its wings. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we might not we might not answer the questions, but we might spark the question, mm, which is just as important. That's right. You so know. you're saying that the the universe is expanding, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where did it all come from? Well, supposedly, it came from the Big Bang. Yeah. Um, now, now it's it's like like the show, the Big Bang. Theory. How, now, dare you, it, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, this shut, is, shut it down. Do you know what mortified me last night? And I, this kind of just back reiterates that. That I tried to look up the Big Bang, and like the first two pages are on the Google search of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, They've well, you know, I know that that was a pretty popular television show of, you know, the late or the mid 2010s or whatever. And mm. then, but isn't the Big Bang slightly more significant? Uh, in the show, I'll, uh, when the Big Bang happened, I think uh, Sheldon said uh, "bazinga," <laughs> and then that, there was light, <laughs> and then there was light, yeah. and this is what this is what it's come down to. So, I mean, that's the theory. You know, they can they reckon uh, physicists can trace this the movement of the universe back to a single mm. point, a mm. single dense point that is speculated is no larger than the point of a pencil or a mm. pen dot. Yes. Yeah, I like I like the the fact that we're we've we've come we're the debris that's come out of yes. the opposite yeah. side. We are of stardust, a, of yeah. A, of a black hole. So yeah. we're 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 on the other side. That's oh, yeah. right. That's why it's coming in ways. Yeah, it's just starting a new universe. Are we the anomaly? I'm gonna answer that one. Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Our, our intelligence will reach the the pinnacle, like the uh the singularity. We will become Theoretically, we will come all knowing become the yep. point of origin. Possibly, aren't we all? Go aren't full you? circle. Yes, well, aren't I? <laughs> Just gives another one. Ultimately, we're all everything and nothing simultaneously, right. um, yeah. and that includes everything that ever was and ever will be, mm. for an ev- forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, you can prove. Don't they say that the uh, the Big Bang? You can still hear the static when you when you go on your old TVs and that fuzz that yeah. fuzz I always so I call that, 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 um, that cosmic microwave background mm. oh there you go <laughs> so does that make it uh, so it, without that it would just be a black screen or would it be a white screen it's one of the others because you know it's always going black and white fuzzy yeah every is, without the static is it black or is it white yeah every time I've delved seriously into the unknown it's been white Oh, just all bright white nothingness and everything's everythingness all at once. Nothing empty, stark yet, or inspiringly beautiful. But white. But while we're talking about the past, you know something that is increasingly becoming a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. Free speech. Ah, yeah. Ah. Free speech. We have to be really careful because the futurists, the postmodernists. Uh, out to destroy free speech. So you're saying even with this um, this platform that we're on right now... Um, speaking freely. Speaking freely, but you're saying we do have some shackles on us. Um, well... That it isn't really free speech because we're, there's so much stuff we cannot say. Well, not, we, that, we I mean, want, we, not that we want to. We, we do would. say. We, we say a lot of shit anyways. I don't think we're too too filtered, but the, the reality is... the editing that I do. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the reality is that... Um, Journalism and talking about 
you know, real facts is becoming increasingly dangerous in this modern world. Mm. And not to say that, you know, we step on any toes. Well, what, who, who really, nobody even listens to us. But, <laughs> no, but, they do, they do. And uh, big shout out to my mate, uh, Jeremy, who's, uh, who's listening in. He's, uh, he's given us all a little shout out. Is you so, listening to no, yourself? No, it's not me. It's another Jeremy, but uh, he's, he's out there. He's listening to our podcast at night to send himself to sleep. So I thought that was very, <laughs> <laughs> was very nice and a big shout out to you. Yeah. yeah well, and I'll see you at Christmas, mate. Here's some calming ocean sound. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I think that's something that we, you know, as people that enjoy free speech in the, mm. in this, you know, this medium of free to wear yeah, podcasting, yeah. Uh, we are we're celebratories of of talking freely mm-hmm. in oh, a in a public good. forum. Yeah, and I think that that's that's. We need to recognise that there's a lot of. I think there is a lot of effort, and it's been going on a long time. You know, to make things more homogenised, and the and the, the the right thing you can say is becoming increasingly more and more finite. It's becoming mm. much smaller. Ooh, the it's doctrine, it's mm. out there. you know, and it's becoming this one thing that everybody has to adhere to, and that's very dangerous. I'm all for equality. Yes, I'm absolutely all about equality. But if we have to all be the same person and be too afraid to say anything else, then that's going to affect us culturally and it's going to affect us as as a species yes. because we have differences. Everybody has differences and they have to be, you know, celebrated and not not just accepted but celebrated because that's what makes us life so vibrant. Do you think that uh, like a, an Ice Cube or a Dr. Dre could, uh, in this climate, uh, release her straight out of Compton. No, I don't think so. Or, I think you'd be an ice, shot. Ice tea saying, uh, doing cop killer or body count. Like, no, uh, they'd set him up with a, like a, they'd either get thrown in jail for a drugs charge, they'd harass him until he got locked up, um, which they did in the back in the day anyway, but that more so now, they'd set him up with a fentanyl overdose or set him up with like <laughs> yeah, some yeah, pedophilia yeah. case like they've done to all the other greats. <laughs> now, <laughs> there, okay, here we go. <laughs> Tim, get ready for an edit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which greats? Uh, no, I don't want to know. Don't, don't. Uh, yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like you, that is that is the punishment for iced tea, or you just put him on a um, serialized bloody procedural for the, for twenty years as a cop. <laughs> and you do your penance as, right. um, yeah, yeah. as or, a cop. Yeah, as yeah, a cop. Right. So whatever you, yeah, whatever yeah. you wrapped against. He's the longest running uh, police officer on television. Yeah, because mm. if he leaves, he gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I don't know. You're going to be a cop for the rest of your life, cop killer. How do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Imagine no. if he went to jail. Everyone would think he was a narc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen you on that show, man. I'd go to jail if I got sent to Wentworth, but that's a women's prison. <laughs> I didn't realise that the Wentworth show was directly related to Prisoner. Yeah, I think it is. is. It? Yeah, yeah. Some of the same character names and whatnot. Yeah. Ah. But just on that body count, that was uh, in the past. That was uh, the closest I've ever come to dying at a gig. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Body count, uh, iced tea down at uh, You're almost uh, part Olympic of the body Park. count. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> When the when he started playing cop killer, geez, that uh, that wave of people started to push forward and backwards, and uh, yeah, before I knew it, there was uh, thirty five people on top of me, and I was getting pulled out of this mosh pit, bloody collapsed pyramid, mm. dragged out. Yeah, well, I just put my arm up somehow, and some Somebody burly burly guy. Ah. Picked- 
But back in those days, we all had uh, each other's backs. The camaraderie, you know? the mosh pit camaraderie. No one was on their phone. Everyone was looking out either at the gig or looking out for each other. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, or or I looking for days. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those days of uh, just putting the bloody phone down and uh, watching the gig. I think that's, that's um, you know, I'm not... That's not a hot take. I mean, that's been said a thousand times. People uh, watching their phones instead of the gig. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to become a thing of the past. So you're not allowed yeah. to bring the... Phones down. Mm. Don't bring them in. Don't want to see you well, in do your they body. Just, do they just... To do that, they just um, admit a frequency that shuts all the phones down within their there concert arena. I like that. Yep. That's more future, future tech, though. I mean, it's good, but it's also a stifling of... of Personal communication and mm. free speech. Yes. Uh, so I don't know how I see how I Look, feel. Look, you're about allowed it. to film it, but you bloody shouldn't. You know, it's just like when they shut the internet down when there's those crazy protests and the country doesn't want the information or they don't want the, mm. the rest of the world seeing images of their people revolting against them. Yeah. So they shut the internet down. Venezuela, I'm looking at you. We can't agree with that. Oh, it's, it happened in Hong Kong recently in mm. China because of the, tr- the protests over there. Mm. Um, Protest? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. But hey, soy sauce. Yep. I love it. Yep. Always all, all comes back to the salty, salty uh, soy sauce. Oh, it's just a gift. It's such a gift. And, mm. and I personally am thankful. Mm. And I'm thankful for thankful for soy sauce and uh, this episode. I love, <laughs> I love the, the, the future. I love the past. And I'm looking forward to the present. And I too um, <laughs> appreciate the past and um now being the present it's the future's past today but tomorrow yes <laughs> no no i'm with you i'm right, right. But, but tomorrow will we remember the past as if it was the present <laughs> yep yep uh it's not quite it's not quite a um a haiku no it was a bit you know long-winded bit, okay. but we could Edit it. Um, be mindful of... Uh, be mi- le- learn from the past. Be mindful of the present and work for. towards a happy future. Yes, and like they always said to me, you have no future. He who <laughs> owns the past owns the future. That was what they said. Uh, Big Brother said in George Orwell's 1984. I think I've said that already. He's done it again. There it is. You gotta, there he is. You've got to bring up uh, Animal Farm at least <laughs> once <laughs> in every episode that we do. Animal Farm or 1984? 1984. Uh, same shit. Same shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw the movie. I didn't, I didn't read it. Um, yeah, so there it is. There it is. Uh, thank you for listening to Turnstile Records Presents The Escape Pods uh, for another week. And thank you, Sean, for coming in and Timmy Tarko for having us at the uh, the studio here. And uh, I'd just like to say, I'm Jezbot. I'm Timmy Tarko. And I'm Sean Enough. And I'll say with you. Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. The ship will self-destruct in exactly two minutes and forty-five seconds. Very lovely ship. I think you should look at it. Goodbye.